What are we going to call this episode? Yeah, I don't. I it's upsetting. It's, it's real upsetting. weird. It's yeah, weird. I was like looking for it, and I literally had a hard time. Like, I had like yeah. a few seconds. It took me a few seconds to find it on IMDb because I'm like, well, wait, is it? Uh, well, yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna adjust my mic a little bit. You're gonna adjust, adjust. There we go. <laughs> now you, now you feel awkward. Yeah, if I just like, jump into it, you know this, what I mean? Is like, was that? Do I do we need to do more banter after the mic adjust? We should probably just do is stop talking about bantering during the banter. <laughs> do we do that often? I I feel like every time. <laughs> it's because we never plan what we're gonna say. Yeah, that's that's probably the reason. So we just kind of ramble. Yeah, it's not fun for anybody. Probably <laughs> not even us anymore. I don't think. Uh. Just do it, man. Just do it. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Critic, a podcast about movies from the dual perspective of critical nerdiness. My name is CJ. And I am Jordan. CJ here is our resident nerd. And Jordan is our studied and credentialed critic. Correct. Correct. Uh, and today we are here to talk about the Some new movie with Harley Robbie Quinn in it. vehicle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the official new name is Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Which is, which it, well, I guess we'll talk about that later. Um, so, uh, before we, oh, does, am I, I feel like I'm in the wrong place here. Oh, no, this is right. Should we say what the old title was? The old, gonna... so, so yeah, the old title was Birds yeah. of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Which is a pretty great title. It's pretty great. It's a pretty great title. Yeah. But it is actually a wrong title. Because which is what we're going to get into. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, um, I'm not sure if we have any business today. I don't think so. We just did our, we just did our big... Oscars Oscar post, stuff. Po- post so, Oscars. Yeah, we've officially done live shows now. We did. We, we've done two live shows. Yeah. Con- uh, congratulate us. Yeah. Th- go ahead. We'll wait. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, yeah. So I mean, it, we'll uh, we'll gear up to something else uh, down the pipeline. But for now, I think we should just go ahead and dive in. We're just gonna hit birds of prey. Let's do it. Okay. You're so the, here's the so here's the context. Um, we have got uh, CJ and Jordan together reviewing this movie. <laughs> I um, did you? See, I saw this alone, actually. Uh, I saw this in a room of uh, uh, DC Comics employees. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. Well, I'm gonna be curious about that experience right now. Actually, I'd like to ask you what that was like. Okay. Uh, I mean, I am uh, legally obligated to, to, to say that uh, my opinions are separate from anything from Warner Brothers or DC. Uh, I work for DC Universe, a streaming service which is completely separate from theatrical. So I don't know any behind the scenes, anything about this movie. But I did get to go see it. Um, uh, being an employee, I got to go see this movie um a little bit before it came out. Are you allowed um, to talk about what the reactions were like among the crowd that you were in? Or uh, yeah, they were they were they were definitely positive. Very positive. Yeah, yeah. like because so I've been to Shazam, Joker, and now this one. Mm. Um, and Shazam and this one, there were claps at the end. 
Joker there wasn't because it's not really a clap worthy ending. Yeah, it's hard to cl- it's hard to clap at the end of Joker without like, feeling woo-hoo. like a sociopath. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but no, there were there were claps. It was uh, generally positive. All the talk back to the office was all uh, really good. Um, the big the big thing, spoiler free. The big thing is the big surprise was how good the action was because uh, we weren't. I, I personally wasn't expecting to see that much action and th- that much good action that was I it you was it you that told me that, that that they had brought on some of the uh stunt coordinators and choreographers from the john wick series yes the the uh the uncollaborate or oh boy just stumbled on a real big word the un uh confirmed uh, rumor is that I uh, meaning I didn't confirm it. I'm sure that someone did somewhere. Non corroborated. That is that what I was going for. Sure. Corroborated yeah. was the word I was looking for. Uh, is that there was some reshoots done specifically on the action, and they brought in some of the fight choreographers from John Wick to do it, which I can believe because it it kind of felt like Absolutely. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which w- reminds me of how vehem- vehem- vehemently. I have uh, expressed my desire for a stunt coordinator, action choreographer, whatever uh, uh, category in the Oscars. Anyway, um, that's not the conversation we're having. The conversation we're having is about this movie, which we don't know what to call, um, which was directed by Kathy Yan, um, which this was more or less of a debut for her. Um, She did a little indie feature before this called Dead Pigs. Um, so she doesn't have zero experience with feature-length films, but this is definitely... I mean, this this was an $80 million movie, um, you know, with a major franchise and, and a major cast. So this is definitely, like, a, a pretty big reach for, for someone like Kathy Ann. Um, or Kathy Ann. Uh, and the writer was Christina Hodson. Uh, um, so first note, really cool that the director and the writer were both women for this movie. Really cool. Like, very much the right thing. <laughs> like, it seems like... One of those choices that, like, is it's kind of obvious now, but like five years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even five years ago, yeah. like, one or both of these people would have been men. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty cool. Like, I feel like we're, we're coming kind of a long way. Um, I want to point out Christina Hodson in particular because her breakout film was Bumblebee, which we talked about uh, way back when we did our episode on Bumblebee. CJ, do you remember that conversation? I do remember that conversation. What do you remember of that conversation? Specifically about her? Yeah. Uh, there was, uh, she, she's been involved in some good stuff, but we weren't entirely sure. There was some reservation. Yeah, there was some reservation that, that she would be able to pull it off. So that's, so that's just a setup for our later conversation. So, well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get that out there. I want to, I want, I want her name to be part of this a little bit because I feel like it's, it deserves to be. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've got a pretty, you know, it's not star studded, so to speak, but there's some. Some. Uh, I mean, there's there's three fairly big. Names. Yeah, we've got Margot Robbie, uh, we've got Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and then we've got, of course, Ewan McGregor, um, being a just wonderful, yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah, villain. Yeah. Uh, spoiler free. Um, and uh, Ali Wong, who I think was underutilized, but uh, she was she was uh, she was great when she was there. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's not spoil it, and let's 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 give our headline. What's the headline? Okay. Uh, the headline for me uh, is that this is so as a comic book person, as somebody who knows the birds of prey well, uh, I felt that this was a successful 2020 adaptation of Harley Quinn and the birds of prey. 
It is not at all directly tied to the comics. They are very different characters, but I appreciate them bringing them to 2020. Uh, and I had a lot of fun. It was very pleasant. I enjoyed the ride the whole time. Didn't really challenge me. Didn't blow my mind. But, like, should you go see it? I would say definitely yes. Um, okay. How do you feel about it? I would say I would probably just dial down all those reactions like a notch or two. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think... <clears throat> you feel similar but I'm, not as strong. I mostly had a good time. Um, I found myself... Being genuinely, genuinely delighted by several of the, 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 you know, nice, creative, quirky moments. Um, and I think that, you know, in general, you know, I think it's, it's conclusion was actually a little more, I was, I was very tempted to rate this against Shazam because we've got a similar thing going on. We've got, you know, DC saying, here's a movie that is its own thing, yeah. you know, and is going to adopt its own tone. We'd like it to be fun. <laughs> Sure. Which is nice. Which was sort of refreshing after Joker, uh, and so I would probably, I you know, so I, I was judging this movie against Shazam pretty hard because it seemed like the appropriate movie to judge against, and I think this movie was a little more satisfying in terms of just like plot, like straight up plot maybe, uh, because Shazam was uh, the end kind of left me a little bit bewildered mm, okay. um but uh but you know there there were some there were some real i think what's the word i'm looking for i don't problems sure but like um i think it, it ended up feeling like a very shallow movie like a very shallow movie um a movie that was very shallow and wasn't quite aware wasn't quite aware enough of how shallow it was got it um that said, yeah, good time. So was it like, so today I went and got a Jamba Juice for sure. lunch. Yeah. And N- nutrient rich. Yeah, to, you know, absolutely. <laughs> Admirable. Uh, and I go and I get Jamba Juice often. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. So I tried something different than I usually do. And I want it to, and I want, like, I was looking for, like, like the, the tart zing, right? And what I got tasted really good but it didn't quite have that zing is that is that what this movie was to you we are it tasted we are, good but it didn't have the zing you wanted we are Listen, sophisticated film critics i feel like that was amazing this is a, <clears throat> um i would almost say that it was it was a movie that was trying to get by on all zing like only okay. only zing. And, and did it lack zing? Or is it just too much zing is too much of a problem? No, I would say I would say that you can't you can't just make a movie based on zing. Got it. Got it. I would say if you have a Jamba juice that's that's only citric acid. <laughs> that's a bad Jamba That's a juice. bad Jamba juice. <laughs> um not that not, not <laughs> I love this metaphor. Oh man. Okay. Uh, I wonder when we'll, so was, we'll it, have worn it out. It was missing some ingredients. Yeah, I I think that's probably a, a good way of putting it. I, I don't want to spoil anything um, in the spoiler-free section, but I think we can move on. Um, I I think that you know was it worth seeing? I think that if you're a fan of this kind of thing, then you'll have a good time. Yeah. If you if you yeah. really want to if you really want to go see Margot Robbie play Harley Quinn. Go see this movie. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. She plays Harley Quinn. If you like Harley <laughs> Quinn, you'll like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. The end. You know, enough said. Um, so let's uh let's start spoiling it. Okay. So we get to nerd out a little bit. Yeah, I okay. think it's I think it's appropriate to nerd out. Okay, okay. I wanna just first of all, 
Hugh McGregor's sound that he makes before he gets exploded by a grenade. <laughs> Can you please? I, I don't know if I remember it clearly. Can you please? Uh, I can't. You, you can't. I, I'm you not sure. I'm nowhere. You try? I'm nowhere near as good of an actor. <laughs> Do you feel like you can tackle it? No, I legitimately... <laughs> was it just a high-pitched squeal? It was what? like... I do, you know what the thing is? I don't even remember specifically what it was. I just remember being like... Really enjoying like it? Like it just tickled me. <laughs> it was it was like funny and terrible. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm fine starting... His, his kind of like, no! Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> boom! Uh, I'm re- I am fine starting the nerd-out section with Ewan McGregor because I... I loved him. Uh, so, because Black Mask uh, is, is a... Like the whole cut off the face thing that's mm. what the character does in the comics like sure, he's, sure. he's like a kingpin ruthless i i mean maybe i'm maybe i just missed the comics that he's light and and funny like in kind of sarcastic like he was but i feel like that was a ewan mcgregor and, and a who directed it what's her name uh oh yeah so uh kathy yan uh kathy yan and ewan mcgregor decision was to make him kind of uh, like when he's explaining the shrunken heads and he's like, <laughs> yeah. isn't it amazing? It's, I love it's that. terrible. Like, I love they're, that. They're, they're heads. That are I in my love that. Yes. Uh, yeah. And like that, the, the character choices there, I think were really strong because it made him, it made him fun and interesting uh, while also uh, really cementing the fact that he might not be totally stable, uh, which was really important. Uh, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, I was a big I was a big fan of all of the decisions around him pretty much. Um, I think that when we are introduced to him cutting off faces, it's a little bit thick in terms of like this guy's evil. But um, but yeah, I mean he was just I really liked seeing Ewan McGregor do that because Ewan McGregor is so classically this. Just this guy that everybody loves. Yeah, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he's the yeah. guy that literally everybody loves. Yeah, and absolutely. And just, you know, all girls have a crush on him, and guys are, like, fine with him. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there are plenty of guys with, guys with crushes on oh, him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah, and uh, so Victor Zaz, kind of his right-hand man, and... What did you think of him? Boyfriend? I think they alluded to Yeah, that? I mean certainly like a, you know, like a like a, a partner of a, sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, um uh, he uh, uh so it's hard for me to it's it's yeah, it's really difficult for me to completely and I'm not able to do it, but completely take out my my biases and and what I'm bringing into it from the comics because Victor Zaz <laughs> is covered in cut marks. Yeah. Um, and he, he's like a shirtless, every single inch of him is, you know, a tally of somebody that he's killed. Um, somebody or just a woman or just women. No, it's just something. Cause my, my impression from the line was that every time he, every time he kills a woman, he cuts himself. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's, I mean, maybe I was, maybe I was reading, maybe, maybe I was reading more into it than was there, but that seemed to be. My, I, I don't know. In I, the comics, it's just I got people. this Anybody sense of kills. <clears throat> I got this sense of, or at least in in the iteration in the in the uh, in the film, because I don't know anything about the comics, as we very well established on this show. Um, I uh, it, it seemed like there was this sort of clear kind of hatred of women from that character. Like he he hated women, uh, and and Ewan McGregor uh, had a sort of a weird relationship with women. Um, 
and also kind of hated them, but but like in a, a sort of obsessive, like fawning way. Mm. Um, and then Victor seemed like he just he just straight up hated women. And so fascinating. When I, he, I mean, I can totally yeah. see that. Um, I didn't leave. I didn't watch the movie catching that. But now that you say that, I can kind of plug that in. Yeah, which is why there's this like instant rivalry between Black Canary and mm. and uh, mm. you know, yeah, this bright hand sort of potential lover other right hand yeah you know yeah. anyway yeah huh interesting uh yeah so zaz uh uh the right hand man his name is victor zaz uh his last name is spelt the same forward and backwards uh and he he lacked a little luster for me um i wanted more crazy uh but uh but that's fine because well cj we're supposed to be nerding out here so oh that's right sorry <laughs> sorry uh, then i'll then i'll skip him uh and i'll go to the the birds of prey so one of the reasons i love so the birds of prey um a, as defined in the movie are black canary huntress and renee montoya uh and then kind of cassandra kane but the the three the the three like main women that you're following other than Harley Quinn are the Black Canary Huntress and Renee Montoya the cop, uh, and then the singer in the the bar and then the the, the assassin the the crossbow assassin crossbow killer mm-hmm. um, the crossbow so, killer <laughs> so this, so this is this is this was fascinating for me because the Birds of Prey comics are actually they're they're really good and it's a team that's originally put together from Batgirl. Mm. Um, Batgirl, uh, gets, gets paralyzed. Um, I'm not going to say anything about that because it's probably going to be a movie one day. And then she puts together this team. She's, she becomes a computer genius and puts together this team of women in Gotham to help Batman and to fight, fight alongside in, in the streets of Gotham. Uh, and it becomes the Birds of Prey. And it's originally Batgirl, Black Canary, and Huntress. So they mm. replace Batgirl with Renee Montoya, uh, which I'm totally okay with in this instance because they updated black canary she uh in the comic she's a big like martial artist and then she has the 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 sonic scream uh but they made her in this movie they made her uh like more vulnerable uh a little more like hardcore and uh it was a it was a choice that i was absolutely on board with i um I, I I was totally fine with Black Canary. Uh, everything about that I thought was was great. I liked the you know making a living kind of angle. You know, sure. Um, and uh, I know we're supposed to be nerding, nerding out, but you didn't like the Sonic Scream. Boy, did I hate the Sonic Scream. Oh man. That was like the most satisfying moment because oh you know gosh. it's coming. And you're like, you're like, you're like, oh man! Can I tell man. you? Go, how... go 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 go! Do it do it do it do it! And then she does it, and it's like, you're a comic book nerd. You are such a nerd. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so fun. Is uh, it because it was out of place in the world that they created? It really, yeah. Well, that for sure. <laughs> And um, also just really lame. Like anytime a character's superpower is to like scream everyone away, I'm just it. It feels very lazy and silly to me. Mm. It seems very like it seems very comic booky in the in like the bad way. In like the way that like I don't the like the way. reason that I don't read comic books is that. Yeah. So like when it comes into the movie, I'm like, oh no, no thank you, no mm. thank you. Also. Because it wasn't nearly well set up enough, uh, well enough set up, yeah. Anyway, whatever. That uh, it ends up feeling, it ends up feeling like a cheat. Like they shouldn't have been able to get out of it. Yeah. But oh, it turns out that she has this superpower, which 
Yeah, so there's anyway. one, I did notice that. There's one line of dialogue that they just kind of squoze in there. Squeezed? Uh, you you always say squoze and you just need to keep saying squoze. Okay, that they squoze in there? <laughs> if it's not a word, it should be. Uh, they squoze in there. Um, and uh, as like I, I was able to watch the movie knowing who Black Canary is and all of her history yep. and the powers that she has. Yep. Uh, and, uh, it still wasn't even quite set up enough to be as satisfying for me. Mm. I knew it was coming because I know her, but like, if I had no idea there, I would have, that would, you're right. That would feel like a cheat. They're backed into a corner and then bam. Yeah. Uh, but for comic book nerds. <laughs> All right. Let's keep nerding out. I love diamonds are a girl's best friend, even though it was like a hallucination, a hallucination sure. thing. Um, in the preview, I was led to believe that that would be like an actual musical number. Yeah. Uh, instead, it was all was, in her head. Yeah. Was, which is it. It fine. felt it, for me. It felt like a little bit like they put it in there so they could use it in the trailer. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. But like, cool. I mean, I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. It was a good sequence. Um, I liked. Uh, I. I mean, her whole like ransacking of the police department with a mm, uh, with yeah. with that what it was like a basically a grenade launcher filled with like confetti and yeah, like and glitter yeah <laughs> it was great yeah like, it was great that was so great yeah. i mean i loved i loved every moment like every time she pointed that gun i was like yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> again again uh, do it again uh, I, loved, I loved it i i loved the in in that uh in that scene her the the gun and then the powder goes up oh yeah she just which which you saw in the preview yeah and uh, then she just goes on this total cocaine trip and yeah. then the best action of shot of the movie for me was when she throws the bat and it bounces off the ground, oh, yeah. off the guy's face, and then oh, she catches yeah. it. Oh, yeah, it's great. I was in. Here's Loved my, it. Here's my only issue with that shot. They cut, which means you know. She didn't catch she it. She didn't catch it. <laughs> which, <laughs> which made me really sad. I'm like, you should have just She's kept shooting. Until she caught yeah, it. Yeah, you need to you need to do that move <laughs> over and over and over again until she catches that bat. Because that would have been, like, as soon as they cut, I was like, oh. No. Oh. <laughs> But it was because it was such a cool move. Like I just cool want, I just wanted it. I wanted it like to be finished. Yeah. Anyway, that was yeah. It like that kind of stuff was 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 yeah legit super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, and there, there was like even the the in the carnival at the end, she's on her roller skates and like oh the roller just, skates was yeah. well, was a great touch. Yeah, yeah, I love like her you know trailing behind the motorcycle yeah, on the roller totally. skates and like. That Jump whole thing car. was great. Yeah, in front of the car, some really good skates, stunts yeah. with roller skates. I feel like, yeah. Once again, like we said at the top of the episode, if you like Harley Quinn, yeah, totally, you're and gonna it, like it, this it, movie. It was really, it was really cool to see them take Harley Quinn from the comics and put it in a movie in a way that, like, it makes no sense. She has a pet hyena, mm. and she rides roller skates when she's fighting. It's very impractical. <laughs> but like the whole the whole movie made it so. It just it made sense and it was fun. Like you had to yeah. somewhat suspend uh, belief, like that she could break into a police department. But like it's you just go along for the ride and it's it's so much fun. Yeah. Every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I I'm ready to I'm ready to pull out. All right, go ahead. I'm ready to pull out uh, some some criticisms. Um. So, yes, I think that ultimately, uh, the thing that this movie wanted to do most, it did. Um, and I think that it just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were, there were some like, there were some like, um, uh, s- hair splitting issues I had. Like when you first watch her, 
like break into the police department yeah. and whatever. At that point, you haven't seen what's happened between her getting captured sure. and that moment. So it's really disorienting, like really disorienting, sort of unforgivably disorienting because the whole time you're watching that happen, you're wondering why, how did she possibly she, yeah. get here? Yeah, yeah. When am I? This yeah. isn't even like a, you know, how like it, it anyway. So so there's like some and and I'd say that that's an example of like a problem that is sort of persistent especially through the first like half of the movie. Um because they chose to sort of interrupt the linearity of the story for the sake of I think style um because they wanted certain moments to hit at certain times and they sure. didn't and they didn't and they weren't really concerned with keeping you super oriented in I, the story. I got the impression that it was a character choice that Har- like if Harley Quinn was going to tell you a story it'd probably be Yeah, but it wasn't consistent over. enough. It mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't like and 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 her voiceover mo- her voiceover was was oppressively present. It was there was way too much narration, like so much narration and I was okay with a good amount of it, but like there was just too much. But even with all of it, it didn't really stitch things together the way that you would have really needed in order to like sure. not get super disoriented several yeah. times. So there was a lot of that going on, which was frustrating. And, and to me felt like, I mean, that's a writing weakness. That's a structural problem. That stuff is really hard to get right, but I don't necessarily feel like it was finished yet. Like they hadn't really found the right structure to like really keep the pace the way that they wanted it. Um, anyway, so uh, I, I wanted, I wanted to mention because we're talking, we're, we're nerding out about the, um, the whole sort of action sequence of her essentially uh, re kidnapping um, Cassandra Kane. But, but during that sequence, there's this hanging question about, about, about death. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 this to me seemed very about like her dying. No, about her being willing to kill. Oh, got it. Because because you get this impression early that she's violent and volatile, right? Sure. Yeah, like yeah. right away. Yeah. But how vol- how volatile and how violent and how ruthless? You don't really get a good sense of it, and it seems like she kills people outright when it's convenient or when it's inconvenient not to. That seems like what the she kills people outright when it's, when it's inconvenient, inconvenient not, to. not to. Got it. So it's like she goes into the police department armed with something that is non-lethal. Yeah. And is really fun to watch. Yeah. And she uses it recklessly. And maybe it kills some people, but probably it doesn't. Yeah. And then at the point when she's confronted with a situation where she can't get to the next whatever, she ends up killing a couple of people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and to me, like, that doesn't feel like a good character choice. It feels like plot convenience. It feels mm-hmm. like we wanted to show this really cool thing, this really fun, quirky, Harley Quinn-esque thing yeah. of her using a glitter cannon, essentially. But then also, when it, was, when it got hard, she just kills people. So, like, th- there's a... It's just, there's, there's also the really difficult part of... If Harley Quinn busts into a police department and kills every cop she sees... Yeah, you can't do, do that you, either. How do you root yeah. for that person? So it's hard for me... Yeah, it, well, yeah. It, how, do you re- how do you root for that person exactly? Which, to me, when, winds up being the sort of cent- one of the central problems of the film, which is that I don't... I feel a little bit of sympathy for Harley Quinn, like, all the way through. But it never really... It never really breaks through into, like, real vicarious 
protagonism where I really care very deeply about what happens to this person. It's almost like all the stakes in this movie were if that sandwich were going to fall on the ground. It's like, that's how much you cared the entire time. Absolutely. That's a great, that's a great call out. Yeah. yeah, Which I I mean, and you know, as a joke, that's great. Yeah. But I kind of like when, when she finally takes a bite of the sandwich at the end, I'm like, that's what this movie was. This movie was two hours of like set up for a punchline. Yeah. And like that to me, I just like, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to leave the theater like feeling really happy that I watched that movie. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not going to be like, I'm not going to be really jazzed because like I, I would like more from a movie than, than a series of punchlines. Yeah. So there, that's kind of, yeah. I, okay. I can understand all of those. <clears throat> there, there is a level of, uh, it's, it's, it's dumb and fun that makes it a little bit forgiving, but like, you're absolutely right in every, every step of the way, yeah. uh, in that movie. Uh, I have one big glaring issue with this movie uh, that I don't, that, that is there for Aquaman and Shazam as well. Ooh, let's hear it. The grand theory. Joker. So it's the question of Suicide Squad comes out and we get a little bit of the origin of Harley Quinn. And then this movie comes out and it uses footage that we saw in Suicide Squad, mm. but we don't ever see the Joker. But there was a Joker movie that came out in between, and it's not that Joker. We saw the back of the head of this Joker, and it's definitely the Joker from Suicide Squad. But then we have another Suicide Squad movie that has been announced with James Gunn making it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the same Suicide Squad. It's like a reboot. But then, but then I think Harley Quinn's there too. So is it the same? And then Shazam is in the same universe as Superman and Aquaman. Where is Wonder Woman? There is a giant problem uh, that is that is the, the consistency of the movies. Now, there was this thing that came out. Uh, if you watch any of the, the CW stuff um, on uh, all of the, the Flash, the Arrowverse is what it's called. There was a call out um, in Crisis where Ezra Miller's Flash... Uh, meets up with uh, Grant Gustin's Flash. So movie Flash is in the same scene as CW Flash, and they're like, whoa, this shouldn't be possible. We live in the same multiverse. So now it's like, okay, everything's tied together, but it doesn't help anything. (laughs) It makes it just as confusing. So this movie is very obviously uh, setting up Harley Quinn leaving, and then the Birds of Prey are now a team fighting in Gotham, right? Mm-hmm. Does that have any stake at all? <laughs> like, are we, are we, are future movies going to tie to this one? Do we get a Birds of Prey movie based on those characters? Do we get a Birds of Prey movie that's completely different than these Birds of Prey? And it's in a different multi, I just don't under, I just don't understand. The, my, my much less uh, thought out and, um, gripe about this movie actually go b- goes back to you know uh, the the point we made about the title at the beginning which is that originally it was called Birds of Prey etc 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 and now it's called Har- Harley Quinn Birds of Prey which is the way more appropriate title because this movie isn't it's, really it's, about the birds it's of a Prey. Harley Quinn movie it's about totally. Harley Quinn from yeah. start to finish um yeah so i i think okay to be short um i think that Warner Brothers on some level I think that probably some factions don't really care about continuity. And then I think that some factions 
do. And I don't think either one of them has won. (laughs) And so, and so I think what we are ending up with is movies that want to be standalone, but then also want to be part of a bigger universe and both. And they're sort of kind of a little bit failing at both. We're awkwardly landing in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's where this is, where, where this is. And, um, I'm, I, I, I don't have much else to say about this movie. I think that, uh, yeah, I think I've said pretty much everything. I mean, I want to leave it with uh, w- with my first recommendation of go see this movie. If you enjoy Harley Quinn, if you want to have a good time, good girls night out, whatever it is, yeah, um, you'll have a good time watching this movie. It's got some good action. Uh, don't expect it to change your life, and you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be just uh, fine. And uh, and if and and if you wait for after the theater, then it's a good like stay at like it's just it's a good movie to put on like it's not it's nothing to rush to but it's nothing to ignore yeah so uh i had a really good time yeah um and i i assume that a lot of other people do too yeah no i i, I think i think they did um the a note about the box office um just in terms of like what might be coming up next and whether or not they'll do a sequel it's hard to say because um it underperformed according to expectations but at the same time it had a lot of baggage that it's been trying to get off, uh, get get past and and let go of whatever. Uh, and uh, you know, it could have some legs because yeah. if people like it, which I think they do, yeah, then you it could know, stick around for a while. Yeah, it could stick around for a while. It could make its, it could more than make its money back, and then we might see another one. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We will see. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. What are we talking about uh, next week? Um, great question, CJ. Uh, to be totally honest with you, we've been arguing about what we we're going to be We have about next been week. arguing. And, uh, and because it's Valentine's Day. So we'll see? So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, thank you, Michael Bonmiller, for the excellent outro music. And please, everybody, always remember to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut.